week on Combos, we're talking about a high schooler in love with a T-Rex and a food that is a type of Tex-Mex. That's right, Molly. We're talking about a human female holding hands with a robotic dinosaur and a dinner that leaves Chihuahua saying, Yo quiero more. That's right. We're talking about a girl woman and a creature from prehistoric times and a meal best served with a corona and lime. A girl woman? <laughs> Molly, this week on Combos, we're talking about Tammy and the T-Rex and enchiladas. Let's get to it. Welcome to Combos, where every Thursday we curate creature comforts by combining fun with food. I'm one half of this podcast, Ash Barker. And I'm the other half. My name's Molly Pease. And this week, we're talking about Tammy and the T-Rex, plus enchiladas. But first, let's do a Combos catch-up. Uh, so Molly, we're talking about enchiladas this week. and I found it kind of odd that Taco Bell has never, maybe never, ha- uh, currently doesn't feature enchiladas on the menu. I know, it is kind of weird. You would think, like, it seems pretty easy to put on there. And I don't have a joke written or any idea of what a Taco Bell enchilada would look like, but I feel like it would be good, actually. I feel like it would be one of their good $1 menu items. Yeah. I mean, I love enchiladas. If I go to a Mexican restaurant, I'm either getting a torta or I'm getting an enchilada. They're so good. I mean, nothing is better than something that's some kind of bread and meat covered in cheese and sauce. And sauce. All we want is cheese and sauce. Is that... Just like the Taco Bell enchiladas, where it's just the cheese and sauce. It's cheese, sauce, and Dorito dust. Yeah, and then it's just like one little like rolled up tortilla that you just like dunk into it. And that you use to spoon yeah. <laughs> to spoon the soupy, cheesy enchilada mixture into your mouth. And we think we have a good name for it. Dunker Chadas. <laughs> Dunker Chadas. All right, Taco Bell, if you're listening to us and you want to buy our <laughs> Dunker Chadas, uh, please contact us at combospodcast at gmail.com. Exactly. So uh, the Combos Catch-Up is really where we check in with each other to see how our week is going. Since this is a weekly podcast, it's easy to kind of get lost in the, in the grind of combos. Uh, me, personally... I've been sick all week. Uh, I've been working at my day job. I cut 200 pounds of bok choy this weekend, which is a major accomplishment. And we will not tell you if that was part of her job or not. Yeah, <laughs> but you can read between the lines. Today, I slept 16 hours. I went to bed at 10 p.m. and I woke up at 2 p.m. I'm so proud of you. And yeah. I'm also sick because we're dating and we live together. Uh, so this is your first time listening to the podcast, uh, or any, we don't we don't say it that much on the podcast. <laughs> so honestly, you could probably get through a few episodes without knowing that we are dating uh, yeah. and also doing this podcast. Yeah, together. I would say we only make out once every other episode or so. Because uh, how else are the listeners going to know that we're dating? We want them to be part of our relationship. 
Yeah, uh, which is a bummer. Before we move into the combo, I see one last note here, and it says that you used a private restroom today, and you didn't give a ding-dong fuck, is what it says. I did use a private restroom successfully, uh, and I wanted to update our listeners on that, because I I can't remember which episode it was, but in one of our episodes, we did a segment called Shark Dank 420. Oh, is the Scott Pilgrim one. It was a classic. It was a classic one, because the guy who wrote Scott Pilgrim got the idea while he was high so we were pitching our high ideas yeah um and my like biggest dream if i could run a kickstarter would be to create public restrooms every where i go yeah (laughs) they would just sprout up or just like in general public restrooms for all um anyways and we're talking about how much anxiety you get when you have to use like a private restroom especially one that should be public when just like a shitty like subway or a chain restaurant or a target a coffee shop yeah like all of those should be public but they're not and it's so dumb but you know what this week i walked into a pot belly that's right it's like a slightly marketed as a slightly nicer subway it was in the middle of a snowstorm and the whole time in my head i think i was slightly high too this goes back to the shark dank for 20 part um i was like all right, you know what? I, I got to buy something. I'm just going to go in and I'll just buy like a cookie or I'll buy a water, maybe a juice. Oh no, that's going to be like $7. But you know what? I'm feeling like I'm getting kind of sick. Maybe I could use the juice. Yeah, walk us through every I, moment. I am. And so I was thinking all this as I was peeing and then I left and I looked out at the snowstorm I was about to walk into and I was like, you know what? If they're that mad that I use their public restroom, they can chase me in this fucking snowstorm because I'm not buying shit. And then I just walked out of that pot belly, used their bathroom, and I had a free bladder and I've never felt more yeah. alive. Nothing feels better than getting one over on the employees of a pot belly. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the combo Tammy and the enchiladas. Uh, first off, <laughs> and, Ch- and there's a T-Rex in there somewhere. Somewhere. It kind of got lost <laughs> in the combo. The enchiladas were really good. They're so good. Please eat an enchilada right now. Enchiladas make you look pretty. You look beautiful yeah. holding that enchilada. Yeah, and I, 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 I don't do this every time I eat something, but I remember looking up and verbally saying, this is delicious. This is euphoric. Yes. Sometimes, like, especially if you haven't eaten all day or I was working, so I was just kind of running on, uh, running on, what? Running empty. Yeah. Uh, it just filled me up in a perfect way. And then we got to watch this movie, Tammy and the T-Rex, that was just full of bad 90s gore. It fills up your brain and then it (laughs) takes your brain out of your head and puts it in a bowl filled up with green slop. Yeah. Uh, so Tammy and the T-Rex, it's on Showtime right now. It... It feels forgotten to me. Yeah, it it was so magical uh, when our friend Marlo, shout out, uh, sent us the Tumblr link to GIFs from this film um, because we love watching bad movies. And we, as you may have picked up on from this podcast, and we've cultivated lists of like great bad movies that are perfect to watch while like getting high and eating food with your friends perfect combos like we were we've yeah. been working on combos for a while like this yeah is our passion mm-hmm. um and so it's always just like so amazing to find this like undiscovered one like i never heard of this film and then it yeah. was just on showtime 
Yeah, and it's like a lightning in a bottle. Oh, it is. It was so perfect. And we'll can briefly, I'll tell you. So the whole premise of this film is that, uh, so it stars Denise Richards and Paul Walker. Wild. Um, and so they're high schoolers, vaguely, boyfriend and girlfriend. Paul Walker, in a very convoluted way, ends up dying. And so an evil scientist who was vaguely Eastern European takes his brain and puts it in an animatronic T-Rex. Because basically, as we also (laughs) confirmed by looking at the IMDb page after this film, this film was only made because the director had access to an animatronic T-Rex. Yeah, which is wild. There is a budget of movies. I've heard this genre called something where it's just like the like I have something movie where it's like uh, an evil monster truck movie only gets made because someone has a monster truck laying around. Yes, Ash, Uh, you have to make one about the Dreamcast since you have like an old, is it from the 90s? uh, It is from the late 90s. I have a Sega Dreamcast and I don't know why you pointed out the Dreamcast out of all of our possessions, but yes, it would make a great genre uh, 80s horror movie yes. where someone gets their brain put into Seaman, uh, the Dreamcast game with or Leonard Nimoy. Just a Dreamcast that can project your dreams. I thought of this. I did a comic of this a while back. Right. Um, great idea. So see, we should make one of these. I got one of those movies. That's what yeah. I'll call this. Yeah. This brand of movies. Oh, uh, animatronic T Rex. I got one of those. <laughs> Uh, so, so if you can't tell, it's a really schlocky movie. It has a lot of this, like, fake gore. All of the guts that come out of people when the T-Rex rips them open is, like, uh, spaghetti. Yes, it's a schlocky horror film from the 90s, so you know it's got practical effects, sexism, and racism. Yeah, it's definitely not perfect, but I love those type of movies. To me, like, whenever... Sexist, racist movies. She loves yeah, them. I love them. Because... <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Again, just, like, the bad B-list horror film. Yeah, and, well, I think when a movie is problematic, it gives you and your friends a chance to look around the room, like, when something <laughs> shitty happens, and you're like, hey, I'm a good person. I don't agree with this. And then everyone can nod. And... Yes, it's a good bat like back padding moment of solidarity yeah. Yeah. amongst hashtag woke friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe the woker thing to do is to not watch these films. <laughs> no, I think you're right, Ash. It's to watch and judge, but still enjoy these films, yeah, these problematic films. Yeah, uh, I take my accolades where I can get them. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's it's so wild, and it's so great that, again, this, like, this movie just has so many surprises from, like, from the moment that you realize that it's about a woman whose boyfriend's brain is inside a T-Rex body to when you realize that it's inside a mechanical T-Rex body to when you get to the very end of the film where his brain is no longer in the T-Rex body, but the mad scientist has taken it out, put in it, it put in it. That's all right. <laughs> My true Southern roots are shown. Yeah. He put in it. Put in can be a verb. Pudding. Pudding is not just a delicious food, it's also a bird. Yeah. <laughs> so the mad scientist put Paul Walker's brain by the end of the movie is in just like this clear glass bowl full of like green sludge and connected yeah. to a video camera so that he can still see. Which makes no sense. And no, like, no sense. Um, but yeah, the last shot of the movie is Denise Richards 
doing a striptease for a brain in a jar, basically. Which she calls the usual. Again, this is a high schooler still living in her parents' house. So she comes home. It's got to be 3.30 p.m. when we all got home from high school. She walks upstairs. Her parents are downstairs. And she looks... At her boyfriend, who is an exposed brain in a bowl and a video camera, and she says, So you want the usual? And then a song plays, which I don't remember the song, but it's basically like sweet cherry pie. Yeah, it's like pour some sugar on me, the kind of like yeah. 80s hair metal. And she does a strip tease for him, yeah. <laughs> for this exposed brain looking into the video camera. Which, whenever he starts getting off, he starts sparking and, like, I thought the joke was gonna be that he got so turned on that the brain explodes or something. And it kind of does. It does, it's but unclear. then he's fine. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, it's just so great. And then you might think that there's gonna be another scene. <laughs> it just fades on that. It just, that's it. That's it. And then in the credits, she's listed as Tanny, two ends. They and get her Tanny, name wrong. They get her name wrong. That's how little they care about any women. <laughs> especially the, especially their only female character. I forgot that they got the lead character's name wrong. <laughs> this film is almost called Tanny and the T-Rex. God. Um, God if you so look good. up uh, GIFs, Molly said GIFs, so you can say it either way. I say GIFs. I'm a... I, I have to stick to my guns here, or Juns, as Molly says. Right, yeah, and Ash is a proud gun supporter. <laughs> a Jun supporter, a if Jun you say. A supporter. <laughs> um, so if you look up GIFs of the film, you'll <laughs> see, like, a T-Rex walking across the lake and stuff. Uh, That's all it, green It's screen. so beautiful, it's... though. It's that, like, wild, like, stop motion or, like, really poorly composited footage. Uh, it's so good. Yeah, where it's like they took a toy T-Rex and then just stop motioned it across a, yeah. a hand-painted background. Um, and the T-Rex has really fake animatronic arms. They're just, like, puppet arms. Like, any time they need him to grab something or, like, grab someone's <laughs> head, uh, it just looks so fake and good. I think it's, like, one of the accomplishments of the movie is that they knew they couldn't do a real T-Rex, and they really yeah. played up that it was a fake T-Rex. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, no CGI in sight. Yeah, and uh, there's one point where the T-Rex is in a dump truck, and <laughs> yeah. and, and Den- Tammy is in a building, and she looks out at the T-Rex, and all you see is its head, oh, and she yeah. waves at it, yeah. and the T-Rex puts up a little T-Rex arm and waves back. It's like such so wild. I mean, there's parts of the film that don't work, but then there's so much like so many like what the fuck moments. Right. I think it still like came out uh, as a positive experience. Oh yeah. yeah, no, it's a it's a hidden gem, and I'm yeah. so glad that we unearthed it and uh, and discovered it. So in conclusion, class, uh, Tammy and the T Rex. It isn't a perfect film, but if you are in the mood for like a schlocky, gory horror film that's kind of maybe like a throwback to stuff you'd watch with your nerdy friends in high school. Yeah, it's very mystery science theater. Yes, it's a movie that they would cover in mystery science theater. If you have friends that love to like ad-lib and talk over Mm -hmm. movies, this is a perfect movie for that. Um, It's super silly, pretty problematic, but a lot of fun. And it is like, I really love movies where you are just like shocked that it exists. Yes, and watch it for the hats. Denise Richards' 90s hats are mwah, a work of art. Yeah. They look like something that I made um, when I had a tea party for my, like, five-year-old 
birthday party where we got to like make tea fancy tea party hats and glue on a bunch of like fake flowers and stuff like those are the hats she's wearing yeah hey molly beautiful how, how many friends came to that tea party uh like a lot a lot of friends <laughs> why i know i couldn't count them because there were so many <laughs> friends i why are you laughing like my fifth <sighs> like my first grade bully Wow. <laughs> uh, with that, uh, let's get into uh, the segments. All right, we're back after a long break, mostly filled with Ash bullying me, bullying specifically five-year-old me, my inner child. I don't know why you felt the need to um, nitpick me, bring up the past, but... I guess it is February. I'm sick. <laughs> it's February. We're all sick. We're all tired. Uh, it's the best time of uh, the year to lash out at your loved ones. And you're an easy target. Five-year-old you is Why? Easy yeah, five-year-old yeah. me is a very easy target. She had a bowl cut. She had turtleneck plus overalls. But wow. damn, she kind of pulled it off. And people just made fun <laughs> of her because she they were jealous of her. <laughs> wow, what a doofus. Uh, so what is our first bit, Molly? Our first right. segment. Yeah, so our first segment, uh, if you're new to combos, basically we just kind of use the combo itself as a launching pad to launch into fun bits uh, that are kind of just add-ons to your experience of doing the combos. And this one is a game that you can play at home that's right, you know it, you love it, it's the game, F-M-O-F-I-T-W-B-I-A-G-B-G-S, or, yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck, marry, or only fuck if they were a brain in a glass bowl of green slop. Wow, now we used to play this game all the time on the playground. Uh, that doesn't sound real, because I don't think you'd watch this movie when you were on the playground. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, caught you in your own lie, Okay, Barker. So, so we're going to take turns uh, giving the other co-host a uh, three options for fuck, marry, or only fuck if they were a brain in the glass bowl of green slop. I could only barely yes, get through Yes, and it. again, that last one is inspired by the very last scene in Tammy and the T-Rex, so if you really want a visual reference of what this exposed brain in a glass bowl looks like, again, please go watch that film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, alright, so let's go back and forth. I think I got the first one. Yeah. Alright, so Ash Barker. Uh-huh. Fuck Mary, or only fuck if they were a brain in a glass bowl of green slop. An animatronic T-Rex, Chuck E. Cheese, or all of the country bear jamboree. Okay. First of all, I have to marry the country bear's jamboree. Because I love polyamory. Okay, you love poly... And just like, as a southerner? And as a southerner. And I also (laughs) love animatronics. Because, you know what, Friday night at Freddy's? No, I want the whole week. I want my whole <laughs> life with uh, Freddy's. Well, there's another animatronic option as well. Yeah, but he's a mouse, so... And it's like, well, the two other ones that are you know, animatronics. I, 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 I'm not going to say I like don't like the this game, but uh-huh. two of them are fucking, <laughs> so you don't have a kill option. But I probably would do the animatronic T-Rexes. Uh, I would only fuck them if they were a brain in a glass of green slop because I would be interested to see the animatronic T-Rex's brain. And I would fuck Chuck E. Cheese, but not animatronic Chuck E. Cheese. I would fuck the cartoon Chuck E. Cheese. Okay, that's who, a good distinction. Yeah, I was always aroused 
by right. that mouse. Was it the mouse or was it kind of like the voice actor? That it was I think everything. Was very nice. Okay, that was it like, was everything. It hey, was the kids? yeah. It was that <laughs> voice. It was the tickets. It was the cold pizza. It That's was the fact true. that he was a mouse in a restaurant. I know. It's like uh, selling cheese. Who let this mouse around cheese? Is he not going to eat it all? Yeah, there's that sense of danger to it. I yeah. agree. <laughs> all right. So now we know how that would break down. I mean, two. Also, can I ask one more question? Uh, yeah. Would your marriage to all of the bears in the country bear jamboree be a sexless marriage, or would there also be passionate love making? There. Well, it depends. Uh, how sophisticated is the animatronic? I think it would really depend on like we would have to do a several Turing test. Okay. Um, <laughs> but if they would, if they could complete that, if I could only think of them as real bears, there would definitely be some fucking. <laughs> and if you didn't catch that at home, a Turing test is the the uh, test used in Blade Runner uh, to see if you could tell the difference between an AI and a human. Yeah. Uh, which is a great way to kind of know whether you would fuck the uh, animatronics you were married to. Yeah, or, or if you. Would fuck uh, Harrison Ford if he was a brain in the glass bowl of green slop. Speaking of fucking uh, things, if they were a brain in the glass bowl of green slop, let's move on to my options for you. All right, let's do it. Okay. I'm ready. Uh, Paul Walker. Fuck. Paul Rudd. Fuck. And Ray Skywalker. Okay. So it's Paul Walker, Paul Rudd, and Ray Skywalker. Yeah, and her middle name is Paul, so. All right. Well, I mean, I got to go with my heart, and I would marry Paul Rudd. Who Ugh. wouldn't marry Paul Rudd? In a way, America has already married Not me. Paul Rudd. <laughs> uh, who thought we'd be here? Not me. Uh, <laughs> That's wait. the newest Paul uh, Rudd meme. Oh, uh, yeah. We got to right. love it. Uh, Everyone yeah. at home got it. Uh, so you'd marry Paul Rudd. I would, yeah. And uh, Ash, one more aside, and I'll get back to the game. Ash and I do sometimes only communicate in Paul Rudd memes because, yeah, there is nothing more romantic than that. Yeah, there is not. So that's why he's marriage material. Paul Walker, I, ugh, I never saw Fast and Furious. I've literally only seen Paul Walker in this film. Yeah, but would you say fucking would be, with him, fucking him would be Fast and Furious. (laughs) Based on this film, I would only fuck him if he was a brain in a glass bowl, much as Denise Richards did. Uh, Because he's not that cute. He's not. And as someone who's also blonde haired and, like, blue-eyed, I'm not attracted to other people that are, like, blonde hair and blue-eyed. Because I feel like it gets too, like, Barbie and Kendall- too gross. Yeah. Uh, so not not a fan. And of course, I do love Ray Skywalker. We would of course have we would not fuck, but we would have a passionate night of making love. Wow. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that that that's my truth, and I'm gonna stand in it. Wow. Do you want to do one more lightning round, Ash? Yeah. I had one more for you. Yeah. Okay. So, without even thinking, no explanation, just tell me your answers for these options. Fuck Mary, or only fuck if they were a brain in a glass bowl of green slop. Nick Cannon. Nicholas Cage. Nipple clamps. Okay, I'm not going to think about it. I'm yeah, going to say. Say your truth. Uh, <laughs> here's my problem. <laughs> I think the Mary fuck binary. 
Okay. It doesn't leave a lot of wiggle room. It's like, well, if I marry someone, I have to spend the rest of my life, but I don't want to fuck Nick Cage. Right, it does. So you can, so the loophole here is that you can't have a sexless marriage. I know, but okay. then you remain, I, you don't think I know that. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure if that's what you were saying. I've had three sexless marriages. <laughs> uh, I would marry Nicolas Cage. I would fuck Nick Cannon and nipple clamps. I have an issue with animatronic, uh, or I, I would say inanimate objects. Inanimate, uh, yes. Um, becoming other inanimate objects, uh, mm. or if a nipple clamp has a brain, but let's, I'll, I'll roll those dice, and I'm gonna okay. put nipple clamps in a glass bowl of green slop. Those are my answers. That's my truth. That's beautiful. Yeah. Don't at me. <laughs> uh, so that was a great, uh, arousing game of fuck, marry, or only fuck if they were a brain in the glass bowl of green slop. Uh, stay tuned, because next week we're going to be talking about the father, the son, and the fuck of a holy ghost. Uh, just real quick lightning hot take. Would, would you, which one would you fuck? Ooh, father, okay. Uh, fuck the father, marry the son, and only fuck the holy ghost as a brain and a glass jar of green slop. Stay tuned to next week to hear <laughs> those answers. Uh, let's... Well, I just told you the <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I guess we won't be doing this segment again. <laughs> Hey, so thanks for listening to that segment. Uh, here's the next segment. I call it T-Rex. <laughs> Why? Well, uh, picture a T-Rex. What does it make you think of? Maybe a dinosaur? Maybe this movie? For me, it, ma- it makes me think of the uh, musician, guitarist, father. Lover. Uh, son. Lover. Dancer. Joker, uh, toker. Midnight. Smoker. I mixed uh, up some of those, but it's fun. And his name was Mark Bolin, and uh, you might know him as his band name, the Tyrannosaurus Rex, which of course can be shortened to T-Rex. Uh, look it up. He's got a lot of good songs. He's dead as well. <laughs> <laughs> it also connects our Scott Pilgrim episode again, because yeah. uh, the song that we are about to play is uh, was also featured in Scott Pilgrim in one of the main scenes. Yeah. The song was called Teenage Dream, and today we're going to be performing a little song called T-Rex Dream. Sisters 
to this episode uh if you've been liking this podcast then please follow us on facebook and insta at combos podcast that way you can see the fun comics that ash is gonna draw for each week's combo uh you can also find ash's comic at fgg comics uh if you're not following her already she makes some pretty kick-ass web comics um, so check those out, and if you want to talk to us directly to recommend a combo, you can either slide into our DMs on Facebook and Insta, or you can reach out at combospodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm backslash combos. Yeah, and also on anchor.fm uh, backslash combos, you can leave us a monthly donation. That helps keep the show going. It only takes a few uh, supporters uh, to, you know, grease the wheels. Maybe we'll do bigger combos. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll do better combos. We really don't know. We're a small show, so sharing the episodes really help out. Uh, sharing it with a friend or also leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts goes a long way. Um, you know, it's all about that algorithm. <laughs> um, just like it's an inconvenient truth that... Uh, it's all about that algorithm. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good one and unexpected. Uh, lastly, the theme music is by me, Ash Barker, and our friend of the show, Evelyn Landau. Her album is The Near Within. You can find that on Spotify or Bandcamp. And, uh, that's really it. Yeah, we hope you have a cozy rest of your week and that you don't get sick like us and that you eat a lot of enchiladas. And, uh, don't forget to spay and neuter your... Brain, your brain, <laughs> uh, your brain in a glass jar. <laughs> <laughs>